How many of you are glad to know he's still in the fire this morning? <laughs> Anytime the enemy manages to corner you up and throw you into the fire and test you and try you and try to destroy you, all you've got to remember is I'm not in here by myself. <laughs> I'm not in here by myself. He's the fourth man in the fire, fourth man in the flame, and he's still in the fire this morning. He's there. Whenever we have to go there, he's there, ready to help us. He's there, ready to deliver us. Folks, that ought to just set our hearts to shouting this morning. That, that ought to set everything in us to rejoicing this morning, to just know that we have one like him who is always there whenever we go through the dark times, the fiery times, the troubled times, whatever. He's always there. He's always there. If you'll just look around, you'll find him somewhere. You may not find him the first time you look. You, you, you may not find him uh, for just a little while. Sometimes he lets us walk through things and he does not deliver us immediately, but I can promise you he's there and sooner or later he's going to bring you out. <laughs> sooner or later he's going to bring you out. He's going to deliver you. He's going to give you the victory. Yes, go ahead and praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm almost tempted to change my message and preach on that for a little while. He's just, he's just in the fire. What a wonderful and marvelous thing for us to know, a wonderful and marvelous thing for us to be able to rejoice in. And I hope, I hope you really understand that and that you've got it in your heart and got it in your spirit that he's always there for you. Well, it is good to see you in the house of the Lord this morning, a good-looking crowd on this rainy Sunday morning. We're delighted that you're here, delighted that those that are watching by live stream are joining us this morning. We're just glad to have all of you as a part of this service today. Before we read our scripture, I want to remind our executive council that I need to meet with them right after the service for just a very quick, uh, very quick meeting. So brethren, if you'll just gather right over here to the right and let us uh, get together for just a, just a handful of minutes. I just got a couple things I want to share with you and get your reaction to. So let me remind you to do that at the end of the service this morning. I'm going to let you remain seated because I'm only going to read one verse of Scripture. If you'll open your Bibles to the uh, Gospel according to John, uh, the Gospel according to John, open your Bibles, please, to chapter 10, John's Gospel, chapter 10. And I want to read just one verse in your hearing today. It's a verse that many of you are familiar with. In fact, I'm sure some of you could even quote it. But I want us to look at it and let it bless our hearts and use it to minister to us again this morning. John chapter 10, and I want to read verse 27. John chapter 10, verse 27. This is Jesus, of course, talking. And as I've said to you many times, how many of you know when Jesus is talking, you really ought to listen? You really ought to pay attention when you know he's talking. Listen to what he says. He says, my sheep know my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep know my voice, 
I want that to really sink into you this morning. My sheep know my voice. Do you know his voice this morning? My sheep know my voice, and I know them. <laughs> Not only do my sheep know my voice, but I know my sheep. How many of you know he knows your name this morning? How many of you know he knows where you live this morning? How many of you know that he knows what you need this morning? My sheep know my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I want to talk to you for just a little while on this verse this morning. I want to talk to you for a little while on this subject. I want to talk about hearing God's voice. Hearing God's voice. He says, my sheep know my voice. Now, if you know his voice, that implies that he is speaking to you. That implies if, if, if you know his voice, that you're hearing it, you recognize it, you know it, that means he is saying something. And I want to talk to you for a little while about hearing God's voice. Father, will you direct us this morning? Will you just let the sweet Holy Ghost continue to fill this place? Lord, fill up every heart, fill up every life, Lord, anoint your servant again this morning, I pray. Grant to me that anointing that makes preaching easy, makes it powerful, makes it effective. Lord, use my voice this morning. Use these words this morning to minister to this congregation, to every man, woman, boy, and girl in this place today. And we'll be careful to praise you for all that you do. For we ask it in the wonderful and mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Do you ever get the feeling sometimes that nobody is listening to you? How many of you have ever felt that way? That nobody's really listening to you. You're talking, but there ain't nobody listening, or at least you get that feeling. I remember some years ago, my Aunt Frances was visiting with us, my dad's sister. She was visiting with us along with her husband, Tom. And somehow we got off on the subject of listening. She said, oh, I said, Tom don't ever listen to me. I said, just the other week, I said, I was letting him have it. I said, I was just a talking. I was at the kitchen sink, and I was just going to town. I said, I thought he was behind me at the table. I said, he was when I started. I said, I was just going to town. Said all of a sudden I looked out the window and there he went walking up across the yard. <laughs> I've, ne I, I've never forgotten that story. I've never forgotten that story. But have you ever thought that you were trying to talk and that nobody was really listening to you? I think all of us have had that experience at one time or another. We felt like that nobody was really listening to us. Well, all of us have had that experience. We felt nobody was listening, but now let's turn that around. Do you really listen to others? You've ever had the feeling, well, ain't nobody listening to me. Well, what about you? Do you listen to others when they're trying to talk? 
Do you listen to others and pay attention to them when they're trying to talk to you? I especially want to ask you that question. Do you ever listen to others? I especially want to ask you that question when it comes to your heavenly father. Do you listen to him? Do you listen for him? Do you listen for the voice of your, when is the last time you heard the voice of your heavenly father talking to you? Do you listen for that voice? Do you hear that voice when it comes? You do understand today, don't you, that he is still speaking. Do you understand that he's still speaking to those that are willing to listen to him? Here's the way he puts it through his servant. He says, my sheep know my voice. Now that simple statement tells me that he must still be speaking and that his sheep are supposed to recognize his voice and certainly when you recognize his voice, you're gonna stop and listen to his voice. When is the last time? When is the last time you were so in step and so attuned to him that you heard his voice? voice, that you heard him talking to you, that you heard him wanting to say something to you, that you heard him wanting to speak into your system, into your body, into your mind, into your life, into your circumstances. When's the last time you heard him speaking to you? The book of Revelation challenges us. Not only does the sacred writer John talk about us knowing his voice, but the writer of the Revelation says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Let him hear what the Lord is saying. Let him hear it. John the Revelator commands us, he tells us, that if we have an ear, how many of you have got an ear this morning? Some of them's bigger than others, but <laughs> I don't know what made me say that. But how many of you, though, have an ear this morning? Well, John says, if you've got an ear, he that hath an ear, let him hear. Oh, hallelujah. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Let him hear. I want to ask you again, when's the last time you heard him talking to you. When's the last time you were so in step and so attuned that you heard him talking to you? The question is not about his speaking. The question is about our listening. There's no question about him speaking. He is speaking. He said, my sheep know my voice. The question is not, is he speaking? The question this morning is, are you listening? Are we listening? Are we hearing what he is trying to say to us? Because it's very clear from this word that he is talking. It may be that you're asking the question this morning, well, Brother Marley, how do I know God's voice? 
How do I know that I'm hearing his voice? If he's speaking like you say and the, and the Bible is commanding us to listen, how do I know when it's him that's really speaking to me? Well, I'm glad you asked. I wanted to tell you. Let me give you four reasons, four ways you can know that he is speaking, four things about it. First of all, to hear his voice, you must be tuned in to his voice. You must be tuned in to hearing him. Many do not hear him because they simply don't listen. Many of you don't hear him because you just simply aren't listening for him. You aren't listening to him when he tries to speak. How many of you know you must simply be interested if he's going to speak to you? And I think that's one reason we don't hear him, that the simple truth is we're not really that interested in hearing him. When's the last time you really, you really got interested in hearing the voice of your heavenly Father? When's the last time you just got alone, got by yourself and tuned in and said, Lord, talk to me. Talk to me. You know what I'm struggling with. You know what I'm dealing with. Lord, would you talk to me? When's the last time you really tuned in you know what the truth of the matter is? Truth of the matter is that most of us, we're too busy to hear him. We're too busy to pay any attention. We're too busy to get still. We're too busy to get quiet before him. We're too busy to put ourselves in that listening attitude. And that's one reason we don't hear his voice. If you're going to hear his voice, you've got to be tuned in to that voice. We've got to make up our minds that we're going to tune in to God, that we're going to truly listen to him, that we're going to take time to listen. When do you just take time to listen to him? I'm finding myself more and more in my prayer life. I'll get in my quiet place. I'll get in that attitude and a lot of times lately, I find myself more and more saying, Lord, would you just talk to me? Would you just talk to me? And instead of me sitting there just blabbing my mouth, <laughs> I'll just say, Lord, would you just talk to me? I need to hear what you want to say to me. You know what I'm struggling with. You know I need the message for Sunday. You know I need this. You know, Lord, would you just would you just talk to me? When's the last time you just got alone and asked him to just talk to you? <laughs> When's the last time that you were just so tuned in to him that you could hear his voice? We've got a good example of what I'm talking about in 1 Samuel chapter 3. You remember that story, don't you? Little Samuel was working with the servant of the Lord, working with the prophet of the Lord. He was just a little boy. He laid down to sleep, and one night he thought he heard somebody calling his name, and he went to Eli, the servant, the prophet of the Lord, and said, did you call me? He said, no, son, I, I didn't call you. Go on back to bed. Little Samuel went back. A few minutes later, he heard somebody calling his name. He got up and went running back to Eli again and said, Eli, 
I know you called me. He said, no, son, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. He goes back to bed, and the third time, he hears somebody calling his name, and he runs back to Eli again. And he says, surely you called me. Oh, what kind? Are you playing a game with me? You called me. He said, no, Samuel, I didn't call you. And suddenly it dawned on Eli what was happening. He said, Eli, the next time you hear that voice, you just lay still and you say, speak, Lord, for your servant heareth." <laughs> I love that. Speak, Lord, I'm listening. Speak, Lord, I'm tuned in. Speak, Lord, I want to hear what you have to say. We need to invite him to speak. We need to invite him to speak to us. And then after we invite him, we need to listen to what he is saying. We need to listen to what he's trying to say to us. When is the last time you ask him to speak to you? When is the last time like little Samuel, you said, speak, Lord, for your servant heareth. Speak, Lord. I'm still. I'm quiet. I've shut everybody and everything else out, and I'm tuned in. <laughs> if you're going to hear his voice, step number one, you've got to learn how to tune in. You've got to be tuned in to hear his voice. Second way that you hear his voice is this. You must avoid selective hearing. You must avoid selective hearing. Have you ever noticed that your children can hear you whisper something about going to Chick-fil-A in the next room, but they can't seem to hear you giving clear directions right in their face to go clean their room? You're laughing. You're the same way. You mentioned Chick-fil-A to me. Cheryl says Chick-fil-A to me. Honey, I'm already in the car cranking it. But now when she tells me I need help mopping these floors, I ain't nowhere to be found. They say honest confession is good for the soul, so I'm getting my confession done. If you want to hear the voice of the Lord, you've not only got to learn to tune in, but you've also got to avoid selective hearing. You've got to avoid that. My mama used to say to we boys, you all hear just whatever you want to hear. Well, mama, I didn't hear that. I know you didn't want to hear it. And I agree, that's the way it used to be. And I'm afraid that's the way it is with too many Christians today. We tend to hear what we want to hear. We have selective hearing. We hear what we want to hear. What we really want to hear, we pay attention to it and hear. The writer of Deuteronomy says this, listen to the Lord. Listen, listen to what the sacred writer says. He says in Deuteronomy 5.32, he says, be careful to do 
what the Lord has commanded you to do. Be careful to do what he's commanded. Be careful to do what he told you to do. Were you listening? The Deuteronomy writer says, be careful to do what he's told you to do. That means you've got to have selective. You've got to have heard him. You've got to have listened to him. You've got to have carefully paid attention to what he said to you, and then you've got to be careful to do it, to do what the Lord has commanded you to do. I'm finding more and more in my life, and maybe I'm just getting better at practicing what I'm preaching, but I've found more and more the Lord prompting me to do something on the spur. He, he, he'll, I'll see something. Something will happen, and he'll say, do that. Go help that person. Do this. Do that. I'm finding more and more that that's what I get as I try to tune in to him. You must, you must, you must avoid selective hearing. You must be careful to hear him. Don't, 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 don't just select what you want to hear. Be open to hearing everything he has to say and what he has to say. Step number three, if you want to hear God's voice, you must be willing to be obedient. You must be willing to be obedient. God's word is always purposeful. Do you know that he always has a reason for speaking? Now that can't be said of us all the time. A lot of times we just run in our mouths. We're just blabbing. But how many of you know that's never the way God does? How many of you know when he speaks, He's saying something, something important, something we need to hear, something we need to give attention to. God is always willing to speak to us and he has a reason for speaking and because he has a reason for it, then therefore we ought to be willing to be obedient to what he says. If God speaks to you, how many of you know he had a reason for speaking to you? He's not just talking to hear himself talk. He's not just talking in the wind. He's talking for a reason. If you hear his voice speaking to you, then you must be willing to obey it. You must be willing to hear and then to fulfill his directives, to do what he tells you to do. Do you do that? Are you tuned in to the point that you're, hearing, that you're hearing his voice? But then what do you do with that voice when you hear it? What do you do with it? Do you immediately make some excuse why you can't? Do you immediately say, well, Lord, is this really you? Oh, you ought to be tuned in enough to know it's him. Remember what I said about selective hearing? Be sure. You know. You know. He said, my sheep know my voice. You know his voice. 
Are you obedient to that voice? When he speaks, when he whispers to you, when on the spur of the moment he tells you something, are you willing to obey? Are you will? You must be willing to obey. See, the Spirit of God knows our hearts. And if he knows that we will not act in obedience, then he will not bother to speak to us. That's one reason I think sometimes we don't hear the voice of God. He, he knows that a lot of times we don't pay any attention to his voice. Are you paying attention this morning? Are you listening? Are you hearing what God says? And if you are, then we must be obedient. We must be willing to be obedient. That's how you hear the voice of God. You hear his voice by being willing. And the more you're willing to obey, I'm convinced, the more he speaks to you. Because he knows you're going to obey him. He knows you're going to do what he wants you to do. And therefore, he just speaks more and more and more. He'll tell you. He'll show you. He'll guide you. He'll direct you. And isn't that a wonderful thing to know? Isn't it wonderful to know that the God of heaven, isn't it wonderful to know the man that's still in the fire? Isn't it wonderful to know he's talking to you? He's talking to me. And if I'll just go do what he tells me, if I'll just do, if I'll just act in that moment, if I'll respond, if I'll do what he tells me to do, what he whispers to me to do, isn't it wonderful to know what'll happen and what'll take place if I will do that? If you want to hear the voice of God you must be willing to be obedient. You must be willing to be obedient. And the fourth thing that you must do if you're going to hear the voice of God, you must develop a spiritual hearing. You must develop a spiritual hearing. I heard the story some time ago of a carpenter who was also a great musician. He was a carpenter by trade, but on the side and everywhere he could, he played with a group. Maybe it was an orchestra, but he was a great musician. One day, somebody noticed that on the job as a contractor, as a builder, he was always wearing good ear protectors. Good ear protectors. Every day, every time he was working at his job as a as a carpenter, he was wearing his ear protectors. One day, somebody asked him why he did that. Here's what he said. He said, the high levels of sound that are generated by the saws and the drills that we use affects my sensitive hearing. And I must protect my sensitive hearing because I don't want it to interfere with my ability to play the music when the time comes. I must protect my ears. 
Yes, I'm a carpenter. Yes, I'm out here doing my trade. I'm out here doing my work. I'm out here doing what I'm supposed to do. But while I'm doing all that, I must protect my ears so that when it comes time for me to get with the orchestra or get with the band or get with the group, I can hear the music clearly and plainly and know what I ought to do. How many of you know if you're going to hear his voice like you ought to, you must develop spiritual hearing. You've got to You've got to block out sometimes all the noise and all the racket and all the stuff going on around you and listen to what he says. Sometimes you just need to get in a quiet place. Sometimes you just need to get alone. Sometimes you just need to be sensitive and you need to be careful to shut out all the noise around you. How many of you know we just live in a noisy world this morning? Everywhere you turn, there's noise, there's voices. Everywhere you turn. And if you're not careful, you'll let all that noise and all those voices drown out his voice. And instead of hearing him, you're just hearing the noise. You're just hearing the noise around you. You're just hearing all the blabbing around, all the gossip around you, all the carrying on. You're just hearing all of that instead of hearing him. How many of you know we need to be careful that we don't let all the noise drown him out? That we don't let all the noise keep us from hearing what he has to say? Far too many have had the sensitivity of their spiritual ears dimmed by the noise of this world. We've let our ears, our spiritual ears get dimmed because of all the noise that we're paying attention to. The whisper of his spirit has often been lost in the noise and the distractions of this world. How many of you know the devil will do everything he can to keep you distracted? You ever feel like every day it's something new that comes up? Every day it's something new to aggravate you. Every day it's something new to what? You ever notice that? You know where that's coming from? That's the enemy trying to keep you from hearing his voice. That's the enemy trying to keep you from hearing the shepherd's voice. He said, my sheep know my voice. But just knowing his voice isn't good enough. You've got to be ready and willing to hear his voice. You've got to hear his voice. You've got to be like little Samuel every day. Say to him, speak, Lord, for your servant heareth. Speak, Lord, I'm listening. What do you want to say to me? What do you want to say to me? What do you want to tell me? We need to find a quiet place every day and discipline ourselves. Discipline ourselves to develop spiritual hearing. When's the last time you really thought about developing spiritual hearing? 
Lord, help me develop. Help me know how to develop spiritual hearing. Help me know how to develop listening to your voice. For your word says, my sheep know my voice. How do I hear God's voice? Those four things that I've just said. That's how you hear his voice. Can I tell you as I close today, God is speaking. God is speaking through his word. How many of you know if you'll sit down with this book and open it up and really begin to pay attention to it and really begin to let it soak in, all of a sudden you'll realize you're hearing his voice. This is his voice. This is his word. Do you spend enough time with it? Do you spend enough time listening to his voice? You hear his voice through his word. You hear his voice sometimes through the voice of a child. You ever noticed how children can say things sometimes and if you're listening, you think, wow, how did he think of that? How'd she think of that? I've had children say things to me. In fact, Cheryl tells people we get half our language from children we've helped raise. I bet we've raised a, helped raise a hundred. I forget how many we were godparents to one time. I told my wife, I said, pray all these parents don't die for one time. If I did, we'd have to, we'd have to open an orphanage. But I've been amazed sometime, if you'll listen, how God will use a child to say something. And all of a sudden it dawns on you, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. God speaks through his word, through the voice of a child. He speaks through the sweet songs of the night. <laughs> How many of you in the middle of the night have awakened with maybe a song on your mind? And all of a sudden it begins to play into your spirit. That's him talking to you. That's him saying something to you. He speaks through the gifts of the Spirit. As the gifts of the Spirit operate in us and with us and through us, he's speaking to us. He speaks personally to us, spirit to spirit. He speaks. I want to ask you, and I'm finished. Are you listening this morning? Do you hear his voice? Do you hear his voice? I want to tell you, I think it's more important today than it's ever been that we hear his voice, that we listen to what he has to say. There's so many voices around us. There's so much noise around us. There's so much racket around us. We need to be tuned in to hearing his voice. We need to be tuned in to hearing his voice. Are you listening this morning? Are you hearing? 
Would you stand with me, please? the last time you really heard the voice of God? When's the last time? I want us to do something. It's not even quite 12 o'clock yet, so you don't have to worry about the Baptist getting to the steakhouse. Just hold on a minute. the music plays softly I want everybody in this building to just bow your head forget about who's around you forget about everything except this one thing I want us in the quiet beauty of this morning I want everybody in this building to simply say speak Lord or your servant hear it I want you to do what little Samuel did. I want you to say, speak, Lord, for your servant heareth. I'm gonna stop talking, I want just the music. And I want you to listen to what he might have to say to you before we leave this building this morning. Speak, Lord. We're listening. We're listening. Hallelujah. Speak, Lord. We're listening. Open your ears, my children, and let me speak to you the wonderful words of life that I want you to hear. Words that can help you solve your problems. Words that can give you peace of heart and mind. Words that can guide your faltering footsteps. Words that can bring peace to your troubled life and troubled heart. Words. Words that can change everything in your life. Hear, my children, the things that I want to say. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for those words. Thank you for that word. Hallelujah. 
I just feel like he's talking to somebody. That fourth man in the fire is talking. He's talking. Lord, help us to hear. Help us to respond. Help us to know what you want to say. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you will bless this congregation this morning. I pray that you will bless all of those watching by live stream. And I pray that right now and in the coming days and in the coming hours that you will help us to be attuned, that you'll help us to be tuned in, that you'll help us to be listening, to be selective in listening to what you have to say to us. Lord, speak to your people. Encourage your people. Show them what you want them to do in helping us rebuild the walls, in helping us develop leadership. Lord, speak to us. I believe you're doing that. Speak to Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church and to all of these people that are such a vital part of this congregation. Speak, I pray. Let us hear your voice like we haven't heard in a long time. I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you so much for being here. Let me, oh, just a second. Be, please be here Wednesday night. I'm not going to be here. I've, I've had an obligation come up. Brother Ken Church, it's with us this morning. Brother Ken's going to be preaching for us and be speaking Wednesday night. I know you want to be here to hear him, so be back Wednesday evening. Council, let me meet you right over here. God bless you as you go. Have a great Sunday afternoon, a great Sunday evening.